Welcome to Laguna Costa Radio, featuring interviews with authentic anglers and hunters from around the globe, and brought to you by Laguna Costa Outfitters, purveyors of sweet threads for the salty soul. Check us out at lagunacosta.com. Okay. Hey, Dink Murphy here with uh, Laguna Costa, Laguna Costa Radio, and I've got Mitch now on the line with me, and we have been trying to hook up for uh, a, a good while now. Mitch, you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Man, I appreciate you taking the time out of your, uh, your busy schedule to join us on Laguna Costa Radio. Well, I appreciate hey, it. Mitch, uh, you're kind of famous uh, in, in social media anyway, but... Uh, we're going to get to the mountain lion uh, here here in a minute, but tell us just a little bit about yourself, uh, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, yeah, I grew up in Spring, Spring, Texas, just out of Houston. Um, I've been hunting, you know, out in out in West Texas pretty much my whole life. Uh, grew up went to went to Texas A and M. Actually played baseball there for, for four years. Um, came back, worked for the family business now. So. You know, every every hunting season, kind of, I head out to the canyons out west, and that's kind of where this whole thing took place. Texas A and M, okay. Yes, well, sir. I went to the uh, I went to the other uh, Texas University over in Austin, so we better get off that subject real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey man, tell us about the cat. Were you specifically going out to hunt? the mountain lion or was that a byproduct of another hunt or tell us a little bit about that yeah so so we really weren't hunting at all um we went down there and I, it was late september um we went down there and and we're on an mld plan out there so we we start up october 1st um so we went out there just kind of get our, all our jeeps running get everything you know squared away we had some customers coming down the next weekend um so we were trying trying to get everything working in working order, and uh, we decided we'd worked enough, and we'd we'd mix a drink and go go just ride around the ranch. And I just happened to, uh, you know, I just bought a uh, a Howa twenty two two fifty, and you know nobody else had a gun with them, and you know I I just threw it in there. I figured I'd go pop off a couple rounds somewhere and uh, just to try out the new gun, and um, you know we got we pulled up on the on a ledge you know it's kind of like a lookout spot you know on our ranch you know if you got somebody that hadn't been out in that part of the part of the state or anything um you always pull up there you know watch the sunset whatever um but we pulled up there and and uh the guy i was with you know he had a he had a pistol with him and he he popped a couple rounds off in the bottom of the canyon and uh sure enough here here came that cat out of the bottom um you know, running running straight away from us. And what part of the country was this? This was in in the Comstock area or outside of Comstock, Texas. Yeah, it's actually I think we're 17 miles out of Comstock, down 1024 towards uh, towards Pandale. And somebody not familiar with that area, uh, like myself, uh, what what would be some of the the closest uh, bigger towns, if you will? Uh, Del Rio. This is the closest town, right by Lake Amstead, so right on the border. Uh, then you go north, northwest of, of Del Rio, and you end up in the wonderful metropolis of Comstock. 
<laughs> Comstock. And tell everybody what uh, you, you mentioned MLD uh, property for those who mm-hmm. aren't familiar with that. Uh, what what is that exactly? Uh, so it's a, it's just a managed state property. So we'll we'll file uh, for state tags every year. So the deer that we shoot off of that property are not coming off of our individual license. Um, it's it's more of a you know Texas Parks and Wildlife managed property, um, and you have to meet your quota every year for that. So it's just something that that helps us maintain our deer herd. You know we got fifty thousand acres out there, so um, it's it'd be tough to do just on the allotted tags. You know, for an individual person, so it's something that they do to help help landowners out. So back to the mountain lion. Uh, are there a lot of mountain lions? I mean, uh, I've hunted different parts of Texas, and I've certainly heard them uh, before. Mm-hmm. I have never seen one, but I certainly hear them uh, fairly often. What is, is, are there a lot of them out there in that area? Have they had problems with the mountain lion in the area? Were people on the ranch or in that uh, county, appreciative of your of your your harvest. Uh, what what tell us about that? Well, I know I know that they uh, you know we we kind of border the Pecos River. And I know they travel that river corridor um, and go down into Mexico and all. I know that's fairly common for for the guys that have ranches on that you know river corridor to to see them or have problems with them and and their goats. You know that's big goat country out there. Um, I know I've heard of that. My father's been hunting this piece of property since 83, and neither him nor anybody that he knows has ever seen one on our property. So um, I would say that rare would be an understatement for us. Um, yeah. At least to see, one, to see one in broad daylight, you know, without using a trap or dogs or anything like that. Um, and, yeah, the ranch owner, he came – as soon as he he got word of it, he came out, or actually the ranch manager, I'm sorry, um, came out and, you know, met us out there on the ranch and was, you know, absolutely ecstatic about it. Um, and he's been ranching that country for uh, I don't even know how long, so I'm sure he's had his fair share of run-ins with him. Um, but, yeah, he was he was very appreciative. He actually loaded it up and took it, took it back into uh, Uvalde for me himself. Um, to the to the taxidermist there in Uvalde. So what were the measurements and weight and all that stuff? Do you have those numbers? I mean, looking at the picture, I mean, it's it's yeah. huge. You you look like I know you played baseball. You look like a big guy, uh-huh. as do the other two gentlemen that were with you in the picture. But this cat is is big. How big yeah. was it? It uh, so we really didn't take a a head to tail measurement of it. We put him on a scale. And like a little sling, and we recovered him the day after, so he had bled out all that night. Um, and after after he bled out all night, he was 160 pounds uh, on that scale. Wow! And it's- I tried, and I tried to get, I tried to get the taxidermist, you know, because I was thinking, you know, it's probably a state record, you know, something like that. I've never seen a cat like that in Texas, you know. They usually kind of you know, mal- malnourished or, you know, kind of scrawny looking. Yeah. Um, but I actually I actually hit him in the head the second shot, and that uh, that fifty put his skull into about, I don't know, a thousand pieces, so the taxidermist couldn't get a an actual measurement because I guess, I guess the skull is what they go off of. Now, twenty two two fifty is one of my 
favorite calibers, certainly for for varmint hunting, coyote hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a, would, would, do some people think that was a little light to take to take that big of a mountain line, or I well, guess the headshot? Yeah, what kind of feedback? Well, I, you uh, there? I I personally think that's very light. If you had told me I'm going out to chase that size cat, I would have grabbed something a little bit bigger than a twenty-two fifty. Sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I actually had to shoot him twice. Um, so he came out of that canyon straight away from us, um, and then he kind of quartered, turned quartering away from me to my right, and I let the first one go. And he he wasn't he wasn't that full stride, but he was he was hooking it out of there pretty good. Um, first one went hit him dead in the shoulder, um, and actually rolled him over from the impact of the bullet. Uh, so at that point, you know we're all high fiving and stuff, you know, because it was a pretty big deal out there um and as we're high-fiving and stuff he gets back up and takes off again and now he is full bore you know as fast as you would think a mountain lion would be you know screaming across you know those rocks out there and uh so i reloaded and let another one go and that one flipped him head over heels and come to find out it it went in his right ear and came out his left cheek while he was in full stride yes sir uh, do you have any military background, any <laughs> sniper background? I don't. I don't. But I have been hunting. You know, there's not one deer stand on that whole place. So everything is usually when we're shooting deer out there, and I've been hunting out there since I was eight, usually when we're shooting deer out there, they're on the run. Um, yeah. So it's it's kind of almost, I wouldn't say second nature to me. Now, if you ask me if I was aiming at his head or not, I'm going to tell you yes, but I don't know if I could swear on the Bible on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you this, because when you gave me permission to post your photo, um, yeah. we put it on Instagram, and uh, I think it far, not not that we have a huge following, but it far surpassed any post as far as likes and comments than, that we've ever had, ever. And mm-hmm. I have to say, uh, uh, maybe half of them were not very friendly. In fact, they were so nasty i had to uh delete them and then i had to add a a comment that hey this is a hunting and fishing uh uh, uh focused uh, uh business and and, mm-hmm. and and instagram site and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know if you're gonna make a comment that's just trying to make a statement if you have a question for us when we conduct the interview that's great but anyway it just it was what, what kind of feedback did you get uh positive and and negative if you don't mind uh on social media because i know it went it's pretty safe to say it went viral on facebook yeah yeah um yeah i i experienced kind of the same um you know the people that i knew well that that come from you know my background and kind of you know enjoy to do the things that i do you know it was all very positive you know couldn't believe it you know all sorts of stuff like that um, as far as the negative feedback, I feel like you're going to have that with with anything you do today. I mean, in the world we live in, um, it, is it is it amplified on a scale where this is a a large cat and you know people don't understand you know the the concept of conservation and management? Um, I mean, that's that's your opinion. I have my opinion. I'm not going to go stick my nose into something that you do. Um, but unfortunately, people, you know, people always do that. And it's just, I, before I put the picture up, I knew that was going to happen. And you know, 
and they can say what they say, and we'll move on down the road. Not a big deal. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, we have some pretty overwhelming, uh, uh, you know, positive uh, uh, support and, and comments. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's pretty incredible, mm-hmm. and uh, as you described, uh, the way you. Took him in full stride. That's uh, that's very impressive. I know I could do that, even if I had a, um, a, a tripod or or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stable blind or or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, Mitch, man, I appreciate it. Are we leaving anything out? Is there anything else uh, cool or interesting interesting about the uh, about the mountain lion story you want to share? Um. I don't think so. Um, I'm, I think I'm we glad did. that I didn't. I'm glad I didn't run into him uh, cornered up in the bottom of a canyon or something. That's for sure. Glad he was out there a little ways. <laughs> Boy, isn't that the truth? Yeah. Uh, that's a whole other topic. I mean, there's not not real common for uh, you know uh, people who have been killed by a mountain lion. I mean, there's been some in Texas. I think New Mexico and probably the most of them out in California. They're not mm-hmm. not real common, but it does happen. Yep. I think if you talk to some of those families, uh, they'd have a little different perspective. Certainly the the ranchers, um, well, they, they, they have uh, of their losses over the years uh, due to mountain lions. So anyway, it is a beautiful animal and uh, quite a story. And Mitch, we appreciate you joining us, and uh, I'll follow up with, with you, and uh, we'll get you some good uh, Laguna Costa uh, merchandise uh, as a small token of our appreciation. Thanks again for joining uh, joining us here on Laguna Costa Radio. Oh, thanks, Jeb. I appreciate it. Take care, Mitch. Today's podcast was brought to you by Laguna Costa Outfitters, purveyors of apparel for the authentic angler, hunter, and outdoors enthusiast. Check us out at LagunaCosta.com or join us on Instagram and Facebook. Laguna Costa, sweet threads for the salty soul.